is the Taz and Jim podcast. Are we going to get a curfew here in Ontario like they have in Quebec to help fight against (laughs) COVID-19? Eight o'clock. You got to be indoors in Quebec, Jim. So stupid. Why do you think it's stupid? (sighs) Because most people work till five or six. And you're, you know, you're just compacting the time where people are allowed to go out and run errands like groceries into a smaller time frame. Doesn't that mean there's going to be more people inside buildings at the same time? Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone's got to stop at the grocery store between five o'clock and eight o'clock. I, I don't, I don't get what's happening after eight p.m. Fifteen hundred dollar tickets are what they're handing out. If you're ignoring the curfew. This just reminds me of, you know, they're, they don't know what to do, so they're just doing something. And some cities in Quebec playing a real cool noise to remind everybody that it's time to go indoors. What? <laughs> Should I crawl under my desk? That can't be real. Yeah, man. They're playing air raid sirens in Quebec at 8 p.m.? That is the 8 p.m. curfew alarm. That is ridiculous. I'm just glad the curfew's at 8, not 11 at night, because that would be annoying (laughs) as you're trying to fall asleep. Just kidding. It's the purge. (laughs) That is the purge noise. (laughs) Because when you played that, I was like, this is next level, you know, fear mongering, but uh, that's fake. Some guy posted this on on TikTok and everyone started freaking out. So I just wanted to see what kind of reaction we got. It did seem like overkill. (laughs) I I understand people are going to be very frustrated by this if they implement a curfew in Ontario. Cases are skyrocketing. 7,817 new COVID cases on the weekend. And uh, yeah, they, you're right, Jim. They're they're trying something here. They want to do something. For me, ah. <laughs> well, it for, must be nice for, to be Taz then. For guys like you and I, Jim, yeah. who, who go to bed early, all this is going to do is eliminate my FOMO. <laughs> Now I can go to bed at 7.30, and, and I know I'm not missing out on anything. I guess so, but nobody's doing anything. Jim, did you watch Alex Trebek's final episode of Jeopardy on Friday night? I did not, unfortunately. I missed it. I had to tune in. Uh, you know, Jeopardy, I, and everyone's got these stories. Jeopardy it was very special to me and my sisters because we used to watch it with my grandmother, Uh, My granny loved Jeopardy her entire life, and especially towards the end when she was in a care home. When we'd go over there, it'd be Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. We'd sit with her before she went to bed at night and watch those shows. And I got to tell you, what an emotional ride that was on Friday. Because we we know Alex Trebek passed away. But watching that episode, knowing that was it, that, mm-hmm. that was the last one. And then at the end of the episode, they kicked into this montage from his 37 years of hosting the show. And if you're human, it's tough to watch that thing and not at least well up a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. It's like he's been on TV longer than I've been alive. Yeah. In my entire life, basically, yeah. Alex Trebek has been there. He's been a constant in my life and it was so sad. 
to see that episode. But at the same time, you know, what a what a profile in courage, the fact that he continued for the viewers to record that show until he absolutely couldn't. Another guy who has just kind of always been there my entire life, this guy, when I was a kid, he was like, when you thought baseball, you thought about Tommy Lasorda. And Tommy Lasorda passed away last Thursday night of heart failure. What a life. He was 93 years old when he passed. He retired in 1996, and he led the Dodgers to four National League pennants, eight division titles, and two World Series victories in 1981 and in 1988. And to say Tommy Lasorda was a diehard baseball guy was an understatement. When I die... I want my wife to put the Dodger home schedule on my tombstone. And when the people are in the cemetery visiting their loved ones, they'll say, let's go to Lasorda's grave to find out if the Dodgers are playing at home or on the road. Now that's pride. Pride in the organization that you represent. Here's Tommy Lasorda. That's, that's a great idea for one year. And then after that season, I don't know if you wanted it engraved. <laughs> oh, you just put a po- new post-it up or whatever. Each yeah, or you can put one of those one of those holders, like the little holders, and people can go and get their schedules at Tommy Lasorda's <laughs> yeah. gravesite. But yeah, sure. it would only work unless you're going to replace the concrete every year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a digital board. <laughs> that would be good. Scrolling through, you can sell advertisements. Uh, rest in peace. Tommy Lasorda has passed away. Dodger Stadium was his address, but every ballpark was his home. And he loved the game of baseball. Sometimes I sit here and I can't believe it. Blue heaven on earth. And that's what I think. I used to say, hey, if you want to get to heaven, you got to go through Dodger Stadium. Here's another one for the Taz and Jim Excuse Hall of Fame. So on the weekend, Sunday morning, Burlington OPP stopped a vehicle for speeding on the QEW in Hamilton. The 26-year-old driver was advised that he was using plates from his other vehicle and that uh, he was going to be getting a ticket because he didn't have his insurance with him. The driver said, I don't believe in insurance. (laughs) He was charged with speeding and he was charged with not having insurance. What? How? He doesn't believe in it. (laughs) The Burlington OPP tweeted out, we just stopped this vehicle for speeding on the QEW in Hamilton. Uh, He doesn't believe in insurance. Charged with speeding, no insurance and other offenses. Hashtag, do you believe now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he's 26. If he was driving for almost 10 years without getting pulled over with no insurance, I probably wouldn't believe in insurance either. What's the point? Yeah, I haven't paid for insurance yet. I (laughs) I never had a problem till today. Is it like a religious exemption this guy was going for? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Insurance is against my religion. You know, like it says in the Bible... In John chapter 12, verse 15. And Jesus rose from the dead on the third day. And he said to his followers, I told you, you don't need life insurance. (laughs) When Jesus takes the wheel, no insurance is needed. (laughs) We told you about this story last week. 
A Wendy's manager has been saying I love you to customers through the drive-thru speaker. Making their day, spreading positivity. That's her goal. Sometimes it's that simple. And she's now an international news story because of it. So we thought we would get you guys to say I love you as you order your your coffees here through the drive-thru speaker. Evan is at a Timmy's right now. Hey, man. Hey. Happy Monday. Thank you, too. What are you, what are you doing this morning? Uh, just getting coffee for a couple of the boys at work. What do you do? Uh, I work construction. Okay. Yep. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Not too bad out there considering it's January, right? No, it's pretty nice today. I can't go wrong. Okay, when you pull up to the drive through speaker here, Make sure we can hear what they're saying and keep saying I love you until they give you an I love you back. Okay, sounds good. Here we go. Yeah, there's uh, one band in front of me. Here we go. We good? Yep. Okay. Good morning. What can I get for you today? Uh, Can I get a medium double-double and a medium with two cream, one sugar? Was there anything else for today? Uh, yeah, I'd just like to let you know that I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that'll be 370 at the window. Okay, love you. Um. <laughs> she, she's not on anymore. Are you at the speaker still? Yeah, I was at the speaker. She she went up to the customer beside me at the second drive-through. Okay, well, when you pull up to the window, say, "I'm not sure if you heard me back there, but but I said I love you." Okay. Okay. Pull on up. Hello. I'm not sure if you heard me back there, but I said I love you. Okay. Have a good day, guys. They're not too no? <laughs> no. What? What did? What was the reaction? They just turned away. He's like, "Yeah, I heard you." Cold man. Thank you, Adam Monday. That's cold. <laughs> We're trying to spread the joy, and it's not working. Not going too well. Oh. Have you got to try a McDonald's or something? <laughs> <laughs> Evan, uh, you gave it a shot. We're gonna hook you up with some Lotto Max tickets, okay? Awesome. Congratulations, buddy. We love you. Thank you, guys. Love you, too. That's what we're looking for. Awkward. I love you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 10-4. Read you. (laughs) The week looks, I'm not going to say hot, because it is January still. But for this time of year, it's going to be pretty warm, especially towards the end of the week. Could get up to like four, five, six degrees possibly, Jim. Mm. Good dog walking weather for you and Bruce, the black lab. As long as the water drains, then it'll be great. Why is the dog named Bruce? Sarah had the dog before she moved in with you, right? Mm -hmm. So she named the dog. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just like a fun name. I think there's uh-huh. a lot of people who name their uh, their dogs like old, older male names. Human names. Like Larry, Bruce, you know, George, whatever, you know, just the kind of older sounding names. Is, uh, I had great a friend who I went to college with and she named, she had a great Dane, massive dog. 
and his name was Carl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun name. Carl. For a dog. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Human names on dogs has been a growing trend for sure. But what about dog names on humans? The number one female dog name of the past year is Luna. Luna is the number one dog name okay. for female dogs. Okay. And according to the website Baby Center, Luna was also the 18th most popular name for human girls last year, hmm. up from 22nd. So Luna, the moon is rising here. <laughs> Luna is on the rise for mm-hmm. dogs and for humans. Hmm. Okay. So is that somebody who d- didn't have a baby this year? So they're like, close, close enough, I'll just have a dog? <laughs> I want to name something Luna. Luna's just a hot name. Hmm. The other popular female dog names, Daisy, Bella, Lucy, Penny, Stella. I have a, my buddy Drew has a dog named Stella. Lola, Piper, Ruby, and Willow. Hmm. I was hoping it was going to go like more dog names are now human names. Like you have a son, name him Chief. We called the dog Indiana. <laughs> Ten most popular male dog names, Cooper, Milo, Finn, Charlie, Tucker, Ollie, Bear, Max, Loki. Loki, of course. Hello. Marvel Universe. And Moose. Hmm. Moose is great. Yeah. So the, 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 the male dog names are more doggy named than the female names, which are almost interchangeable, all of them, <laughs> with a human. Yeah. You, you meet someone named Lola or Piper or Ruby. Penny, sure. You're not going to be like, that's a dog's name. Mm-hmm. I would like to meet a guy named Moose. That is a nickname that no longer, that was like in the 60s and 70s. I feel like every dad had a buddy named Moose. Uh-huh. Right? Where are, the, where are all the mooses these days? His, his pal from the football team, <laughs> yeah, right? big guy, a little slow up top, but you know. <laughs> Archie Comics. Yeah, exactly. He had a moose. <laughs> there it is, Luna. If you're, uh, if you're looking for an original dog or name for your baby, uh, don't choose that one because when you yell Luna in the park, everyone's kids and dogs are going to come <laughs> running. If you're watching the uh, the Bears-Saints game yesterday afternoon and you maybe had a little something to smoke or uh, some edibles, you probably were wondering what the hell was going on. You thought you were tripping big time because on Nickelodeon, they did a special kids coverage a version of the football game. Hmm. Boss Brad was very excited about this. Our boss was sending us, to, was he sending text messages to you? Oh my God, are you watching what they're doing with the NFL game on Nickelodeon? <laughs> no, I didn't, I did not get the text. They, they basically um, put all sorts of graphics throughout the game. Like when they're kicking field goals, SpongeBob was between the uprights. <laughs> they would just hit him in the face. Yeah. When someone would score slime cannons, all virtual it would make it look like slime cannons were going off hmm. and. They had, uh, like, the commentators were were doing stuff to kind of engage the kids. Here is uh, Nick Burleson. He was one of the studio analysts, former NFL receiver. Um, with a, This was a fun little um, tidbit. This is something I've always wondered as well. Super early in the game, but I want to know what happens if the players 
players have to use the bathroom in the middle of a play. Nate, oh, Nate, I know you've got a story about this. You've got to have a story uh -oh. about this. That's a great, great question. Uh, it, now, here's the thing. You either go inside, uh, but then you don't want to miss anything, right? Um, <laughs> or you can go into one of these little tents. It's kind of like a porta potty um, and it's sanitary, you know, but but Gabby, you do what you got to do to get through the game. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hold it. Oh, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> and after this penalty. Super early yeah, there the it is. But there's little tents on the sidelines. I never noticed. Yeah, the pop-up tents. Have you not seen those? No, no. They're pretty neat. I thought I that's know. where the ref goes to review the replays. <laughs> hopefully that's a different tent. <laughs> and hopefully it's not a number two. I don't know if the tents are number two compatible yeah. or just number one. <laughs> they accidentally had an F-bomb during the kids game as uh -oh. well. Yeah. One of the Bears players disagreed with a play and let a big F go. <laughs> And they didn't catch it in time. So that was a little bit awkward <laughs> for the commentators trying to uh, pander to the kids up in the booth. But between the almost like uh, Instagram filters they were putting on the players' faces, making them look like teddy bears. And <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Is this even for kids? It's almost like it is for adults just to laugh yeah, at in the for, long run. It's for high adults, <laughs> the Nickelodeon coverage of the NFL game yesterday. I wonder if they'll do the Super Bowl. And we have a Taz and Jim Pudos to send out. Pudos. You do something good, you get a kudos. You do something not so good, you get a Pudos. And Pudos going to Dr. Paul Woods, President and CEO of the London Health Sciences Center, the big hospitals in London, Ontario, who is apologizing for traveling to the United States to see his family during the global pandemic. Hmm. The London Health Sciences Center confirmed that Woods, who's a Canadian citizen, he does have a green card. He traveled into the U.S. five times since March. Of course. <laughs> Holy cow. Five times. There was a leaked letter. He must have known the story was coming out. He, he must have known he was caught because the staff in the hospitals received a letter of him explaining himself. And I have some friends who work in the hospitals. They said when that thing, when that thing hit the inbox, doctors and nurses just erupted. In anger? Oh, yeah. yeah. They they had been told, like, this. he basically told them they have to do better. Yes. Right before we found out that he's been to the United States five times, he said, you guys need to do better. This is unacceptable. We need to set an example, blah, blah, blah. And another case of do as I say, not as I do. This is so typical. His excuse is that his family's down there. He wanted to go see his immediate family in the United States, but everybody has a story. Can think of a reason why they should be the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. That's not why there's rules, to find ways around them, especially when you're in a leadership role like this. Yeah. This guy's getting paid hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Yeah. To lead by example. And will he keep his job? I don't know. I don't know how he could after something like this. I, I'm, I'm interested to find out what they decide to do with him. Also, if he gets fired, does he get fired fired or does he get fired with a benefits package as he leaves, you know? Fun fired, yeah. I call that. Retire fired. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you're fired, but we're going to give you more money for, <laughs> for not working? Uh, so you can move to America permanently? How? Who wins here? Yes, I got fun fired. <laughs>
This is, you know, and we're trying to cut out, you know, misinformation, COVID conspiracies. What do you expect people to think when the top officials are are not following their own rules? Like people are going to become more distrustful of the uh, the rules and protocols if, right. if these people keep getting busted. Yeah, Dr. Paul Woods, the CEO of London Health Sciences Center, sneaking across to the United States, says hindsight will always be twenty twenty. <laughs> No! Ah, Yeah, you know, I wish... uh, I was telling everybody to stay home and not to cross the border and not to travel abroad, but nobody was telling me. (laughs) We needed someone to tell me not to go. How come nobody replied and forwarded back my email to myself? (laughs) Yeah, politicians doing it as well. We actually... The timing was perfect because on Friday, this, this memo... At the hospitals was leaked, and Friday morning on the show, we played a song that we wrote for all the politicians who were going away on vacation and traveling abroad over the uh, the Christmas break. It goes like this. Lying on sandy beaches, went to St. Bart's Resort on vacation, because it's freezing. Don't give a f- give my lungs start wheezing. Now, I know that this Christmas is a bit different than Christmas is in the past. Went to St. Bart's Resort. And I want to thank each and every one of you for what we are doing to protect our most vulnerable. I took my wife and my nieces, but pretended I was home with some fake local tweeting. Might stop by the mountains of Greece and don't even care. If I break my arm skiing, would it be wrong? Would it be right? If I took this flight tonight, my extra legroom's mighty nice. Call your dying grandma over Skype while I am sipping champagne poolside. People are losing their taste, losing their smell, and I just told them all to go to hell. Losing my job, losing my reach, but I didn't lose that limbo contest on the beach. COVID is fine if you are flying. Let's look at the lighter side of the COVID world that we're living in right now. Three stories here that are COVID related, but, you know, we can have a little laugh about. Doctors are warning people not to get COVID vaccine injected into their junk. (laughs) You don't want to mainline it? Don't want to, don't want to put it in the main vein, no. (laughs) There's a story on social media that's circulating that is saying men should get the vaccine injected directly into the uh, the crotch area. Find a vein, you know, and go for it. No, don't do it. Hmm. Straight up the urethra. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather get COVID than get a needle there. Yeah. <laughs> is the cure worse than the disease, right? <laughs> Uh, This is scary because of the current state we're in, the global pandemic, experts are formulating that the man bun may be making a comeback, Jim. Mm, Say it ain't so. Just when we thought we were done with the man bun (laughs) because people can't leave their house to go get their hair cut. Yeah. There have been some sightings out in the wild. Mm. It's coming back. That's, I will forgive. I will forgive because I just got buzz cuts. I just started buzzing my hair with the buzz cutter at home. So I, I get it. 
you're okay with a man bun out of necessity, just not as a fashion choice. Yeah, yeah. If you look like you lived in a bush, you know, like if you, the beard's out, the man bun, I'm cool with it. And how about this? A British couple visiting Barbados was caught trying to sneak a woman into their hotel room to have a threesome with her. Um, the woman was spotted scaling a hotel wall to get in there. <laughs> that is one horny gal. Yeah. <laughs> the couple got fined $5,400 for violating their COVID quarantine. <laughs> that poor guy. Imagine this was his one shot. He's so close. Yeah. <laughs> Like a like Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Yeah. Larry David has his one chance to get the threesome going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had Scott scaling the wall. He was trying to give out a couple of COVID injections himself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, busted. Hmm. $5,400. Worth rolling the dice for a threesome. <laughs> At least worth thinking about, huh, guys? Yeah. A nice activity, and I think a popular activity over the weekend with everybody stuck at home, backyard fires. Get a little winter fire pit going. I smelt a few in the neighborhood. There Uh was definitely some fires going this weekend. Well, I zipped over to the grocery store to buy some jumbo marshmallows because we were going to have a fire with the kids. Nice. And they were almost sold out. The marshmallows. The marshmallows at the grocery store hmm. were almost all gone. I had to get uh, President's Choice uh, maple-flavored marshmallows. Really? That was my only option. And let me tell you, I'm glad I did. <laughs> maple s'mores. Maple, and and kudos to the, the marshmallow manufacturers, whoever came up with this idea. They're making the marshmallows fatter and flatter now. Mmm. Instead of the, you know, the traditional marshmallow shape, which is kind of like a tall cylinder, mm-hmm. now they're like wider, flat cylinders. You hmm. mentioned s'mores. Come on. Why didn't we do this decades ago? Because now the thing fits a lot easier yeah. onto the onto the graham cracker with the chocolate. Yeah, I'm kind of picturing just like the middle of an Oreo, but it's a marshmallow instead. So why yeah. wouldn't it be designed that Obviously way? Obviously yeah. thicker. It's, yeah. still, it's still got a little more bulk. It's like, they're like marshmallow medallions. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture it perfectly now. Yeah, good job, President's Choice. That, that is pretty smart. Yeah, and sometimes... What is it? The uh, um, invention, necessity is the mother inv- invention? Is mm-hmm, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never would have bought the maple flavor if they weren't so- sold out of the regular. <laughs> but now I don't know if I can go back. You are Canadian. Just a little tip if you're going marshmallow shopping for your backyard fires this week. The attack on the Capitol building in Washington last week, Arnold Schwarzenegger posted a video he wanted to comment. Now, I grew up in Austria. I'm very aware of Kristallnacht, or the night of broken glass. It was a night of rampage against the Jews carried out in 1938 by the Nazi equivalent of the Proud Boys. Wednesday was the day of broken glass right here in the United States. The broken glass was in the windows of the United States Capitol. But the mob did not just shatter the windows of the Capitol, they shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of the building that housed the American democracy. They trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. No matter what your political affiliation is, 
I ask you to join me in saying to President-elect Biden, President-elect Biden, we stand with you today, tomorrow, <laughs> and forever in defense of our democracy from those who would threaten it. I'm sorry to laugh during that, but the the music is very intense. I I just imagine Arnold has a, a soundtrack like that following him around, <laughs> right? Yeah, I want I want the sound effects of a helicopter in the background though, just to take it up a notch. <laughs> I think he's got a full orchestra that just follows him all day. There is the the only host of The Apprentice that is currently allowed on Twitter, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He also called in the video called Donald Trump the worst president ever. Mm-hmm. Unquestionably, he is the worst president ever. I want, I don't know much about American politics, so I don't know who was on the number one. But you you gotta think that if Time Magazine puts out a top five list, <laughs> Trump's gotta be up there, right? Yeah, he's he's banned from Twitter. This was the big news over the weekend. Donald Trump, he loves sending his tweets out. He can't do it anymore. And um, he's also banned from Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Snapchat, Reddit, TikTok, and Pinterest. Hmm. How is he going to get his recipes for cinnamon mochaccinos now? He can't get on Pinterest, Jim. Hopefully Melania still can. Right. Well, that's what happened when when the uh, president was banned initially. Um, he started. He logged into the president of the United States t- Twitter account that he hasn't really been using as much as his personal Twitter account. He started trying to tweet from that one, and they realized what was going on, so they they locked that one. It's because he incited a riot and was enabling and encouraging people to try and overthrow the government of the United States. That's why he's been banned. Uh, Many saying that it's a very dangerous precedent. Others saying, boy, this is nice. Yeah, I didn't follow Trump on Twitter. I don't like seeing his face on Twitter, but I don't like the fact that he was banned. I feel like when you ban somebody, censor somebody, they'll they'll just go to the dark web or some other dark corner of the internet and and say the same things they were saying, but we can't see what they're saying. You would prefer to have this window into the mind of Donald Trump than at least we we know what's going on in there. And, you know, Trump was duly elected, whether it was a mistake or not. Nobody elected the people of Twitter. And for the the power that they have to censor the president, no matter how big of a joke he is in in whoever's opinion, it's it's a kind of a s- scary precedent, I think. Especially when they all teamed up and all banned him simultaneously. Like, how many power do all these? How much power does all these tech companies have? When together? you sign up for these services, you agree to the terms and conditions, and one of them is you cannot incite. Uh, violence or a riot. I know there's worse people who are probably still on Twitter or there's some terrible people who are still on Twitter, but there's a pretty big spotlight on Donald Trump and the end result of his words and actions last week. They're starting to round up the, the Capitol protesters. Did you see the arrests coming down, Jim? Yeah, I saw a lot of mug shots. I saw a lot of before and after photos of them <laughs> rioting with smiles on their face and then mug shots looking like their life was over. Buffalo guy, uh, the guy who was shirtless with the the beige pants on and the the big horns coming out of his head. They got him. They really went after the, anyone who appeared in a meme. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were uh, public enemy number one. They got the guy who was sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office with his feet up on her desk, mm-hmm. stole the piece of mail. Um, they found podium guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, they found him. The smile wiped from his face. Now, one one thing I had to investigate this morning because I saw this posted a number of times. There was a one of the rioters died um, during the commotion at the Capitol last Wednesday, and there was a story going around that the cause of death was he had a taser gun. And he saw a painting on the wall that he wanted to take off the wall. So he put the taser gun in between his legs to hold it. And it accidentally went off and tased his balls. Oh, no. Which caused him to have a heart attack and die. Now, this, oh. this story was all over social media. It was even being retweeted by some uh, verified users. But it just sounded a little too Will Ferrell movie for me. So I, I went to Snopes. They debunk this sort of thing. Did a man at the Capitol riot die after accidentally tasing himself in the testicles is the question. An Alabama man that was in attendance had a heart attack after accidentally tasing himself in the testicles. The Snopes website saying that is false. Oh, it did not happen. Did, did he just <laughs> say off for the guy died, Jim? Oh, well. He apparently just dropped. He got overwhelmed, and and his heart just gave out on him. <laughs> no. Oh, so the taser, he did die from a heart attack, but the taser was not the cause of yes, the heart attack. Yes, okay. he died. He died, but the taser did not get him in the junk first. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.